0: Welcome to Integrate Thinking. In today's world, marketing has evolved, and our approach to it needs to as well. According to Forbes, a company's annual strategic plan loses its relevancy within the first four to six months. The reality is that companies spend a lot more time, money, and resources trying to define a future they can't always control. They must adapt, and so must we as an agency. Today we have with us some industry experts that will discuss strategic planning as a foundational pillar in marketing and how leaders are required to have both that analytical and creative mindset. We'll be back after this.
1: Welcome to Pipitone Group's Integrate Thinking, the podcast where we share our perspective on the latest marketing trends, best practices, and tips to impact your business. Each episode, we will bring you engaging interviews from our team and other industry thought leaders to give you insight on how you can approach marketing communications to drive results. Let's meet today's guests.
0: My name is Jeff Pyatt. Uh, Today, we're here with strategic marketing experts to discuss the analytical and strategic approach that is integral to a business success in today's world. Today uh, with us, I have Arnie Begler, who is uh, our principal uh, at Pipitone Group and our chief strategy officer. We also have Sherry Holderman, who is a uh, senior account supervisor at Pipitone Group. And we're also very happy to welcome Morgan Saba. Uh, She is a a VP, a director of corporate marketing at Mission Critical Partners. Before we start, maybe, uh, I uh, always like to start these, uh, these these shows off with a little humor to lighten it up a little bit, you know, and I think this could be very appropriate for the kind of things we want to be doing today. And uh, wondering, you know, why did the marketer break up with her boyfriend? Oh, boy, why? Lack of engagement. Oh, <laughs> oh Jeff. I'm sorry. <laughs> and let's hope there's no lack of engagement here today. Yeah. That, that's, that's our goal. <laughs> yeah. Nonetheless... Um, I think, let's start with you, Morgan. I'd I'd love for you to tell us a little bit about yourself and about, uh, you know, Mission Critical Partners.
2: Thanks, Jeff. Uh, As you mentioned, I've been working in the marketing industry for about 15 years in various forms in the agency side as well as on the corporate side. My current gig is at Mission Critical Partners. We are a national firm that partners with government agencies, in particular 911 public safety agencies, police, sheriffs to help them really enhance and evolve their public safety systems and operations by providing consulting services as well as independent IT services.
0: Wow. Yeah, that is a mission critical. That's uh it's really interesting. Um, I'm going to turn this to you, Arnie. Uh, have you? I've read a lot about this role as CMOs, you know, and how it's evolving as a chief strategy officer. How, how have you seen this role of a marketing leader evolve during your tenure at, you know, at Pipitone?
3: Well, you know, Jeff, that's a great question. You know, the whole uh, the whole concept of CMOs has really been around since about 1993. But interestingly enough, in a recent Ad Age article. Um, about, uh, 74% of fortune 500 companies used to have a CMO that's now down to 70%. And the interesting thing is that the shift in titles and responsibilities of CMOs are now, uh, they're now moving more into chief growth officers, chief experience officers, chief commercial officers, and you'll like this, even chief brand officers and, uh, According to, uh, and Forbes follows up with that particular statistic, and they talk about 29% of companies that now have a chief growth officer or, or a head of growth, or growth is in somebody's title. And where that really becomes important is the chief growth officer is really designed to work across departments. And the focus on sales and marketing and product development, and I think Morgan and Cheryl will talk a little bit about this later. Uh, the other thing is, is the whole lingo of, of, of marketing planning today, data analytics artificial intelligence, return on investment, return on marketing investment. These are terms now that we're able to share at the C-level of, uh, you know, and help our clients share at the C-level of all of their firms.
0: Yeah, wow. No, it's, it's really amazing how quickly things are changing. You know, Morgan, uh, yeah, once again, I, I want to thank you for joining us today. It's so nice to have a partner that's that's willing to share you know, their knowledge with us. And uh, I'm interested in knowing, you know, with your experience, both from the agency side as well as the corporate side, you know What have you seen uh, evolve in, in the planning process, specifically for you know strategic planning from a corporate standpoint?
2: Thanks, Jeff. I think from my point of view, data as a result of new technology advances has become a significantly larger part of the corporate planning process. And because of that technology, we really have more data points at our fingertips than ever before that can really help drive our decision making. In particular, with marketing, there is a lot more data that we can bring to the table to demonstrate exactly what marketing's impact is on the business's financial outcomes. It's a lot easier today than it ever has been, and I think as a result of that, marketing is playing a significantly stronger role in in having a more prominent seat at the executive table. Also, I I believe that another evolution that we see um, in in the business planning process is a focus on improving and enhancing the customer's experience. And looking at ways that we can build more loyalty, trust, and advocacy among our client base today and long term, which ultimately will help drive higher retention rates. And while branding is still an important aspect of marketing, I think that what's really helping marketing get a stronger seat at the table is that there is greater alliance and alignment between sales and marketing than there has ever been before. And because of that, we can really showcase what marketing's contribution to revenue growth is, I think, for the very first time. A lot of this can be attributed back to our ability to bring a different viewpoint to the potential customer to the table, such as their online behavior, as well as where we're seeing the strongest return on our marketing investments.
3: And, you know, Jeff, I just want to say in working with uh, Morgan and sharing the team with MCP. What a great job they do in, in quantifying all the marketing efforts and setting specific goals. So we're really we have, you know, once a month at least conversation about what's working and what's not working. And that's only done when you get to work with a client like MCP that brings that data to the table.
0: Yeah. No, that's, uh, that's fantastic. It's really elevating uh, the agency's role, too, I think, in being able to influence that business. Sure. business which uh, You know, it's a, that's, uh, that's exciting. But, you know, Arnie, you know, with that in mind, you know, it, it, marketing in general has really become sort of a catch-all for everything, you know, from the branded campaigns, uh, as Morgan mentions, to, to you know, experimental or web development and re- and reporting on those analytics and performances. You know, how, how has that changed the, the conversation for you and your clients? I mean, how is that becoming more intriguing or creating more opportunity for
3: you? Well, you know, some things change and some things don't change actually, you know, from a planning perspective, I can tell you that uh, uh, I've been doing this for a long time. And it used to be, you know, we used to work on five-year strategic plans. And then over time with technology changes and information changes, we moved to a three-year marketing, marketing communications plan, if you will. And now today we're really down to about an 18-month communications plan. But the fact of the matter is that plan has to be flexible and adaptable because it, while it's the blueprint for what we want to do over 18 months, I assure you that we're looking at it every quarter and we're adjusting. But part of the process that that hasn't changed is the timing of planning. I think uh, most of the folks that we work with, there's a period, if you're on a calendar year, if you're on a fiscal year, people tend to do planning June, July, and August. They they collaborate with their internal stakeholders, with their agency partners, with their marketing partners, whoever. And really by September, their budgets are pretty well locked down for the next year. I don't think that timing has changed too much. The other thing that really hasn't changed, and I I refer to an article – that uh, Graham Kenny, a consultant from Australia, wrote in the Harvard Business Review. I like the way that he outlined these six steps. You know, he said, really, the process is something like recognizing your key stakeholders and their roles throughout the manufacturing, distribution, and sales process. Those are conversations that we always have. We then want to identify your target customer. When we talk about customers here, we're really talking about the ultimate end user, the person that's going to take advantage of that service or the customer that's going to buy that product. Then what we have to do is we have to understand um, what what our organization, what our clients' organizations want from each one of the stakeholders along that channel, that step along the way, and more importantly, really more importantly, was what does that stakeholder want from our client? What does that stakeholder want from us? We know what we want from them, but today with information, we're in the listening business. We're not in the selling business. We're in the listening business. And finally, after you have those conversations, we really get into what we're talking about is strategy design. And when we do strategy design today, we talk a lot about what do we want all of our uh, internal stakeholders to communicate and what do they want to achieve with those various people in the channels we talked about before. And also, as I said, this idea of continuous improvement, we're putting it on paper today. And I'm telling you, in three months, we're going to have another conversation about it. Yeah.
0: Right.
4: I would like to say, too, in addition to Arnie and going back to a little bit what Morgan talked about is when you talk about it being a catch all in all of the things, I would say that today there are so many more um, strategies and tactics on the table from a digital perspective that we can then track and use the analytics for in reporting. And so, you know, what Arnie said about the plans changing all the time, some of that is because we can be a little bit more agile and flexible with um with what we're doing and, and change strategies if we find that something is maybe not working or we want to test something else and so i think that that um has elevated that role as well and has given them even more responsibility to not just get the message out but do it appropriately with the right people at the right time yeah you know,
0: those analytics give you the power certainly right. absolutely um well, morgan you know you, you've been involved with the pipitone group for a while now and. Uh, before we dive into this marketing piece too deeply, you know how, how involved how are you in the development of that overall strategic business plan?
2: At Mission Critical Partners, uh, marketing in particular, I'm str- very intimately involved in the development of the strategic plan. And we do our strategic planning process every December, but then we revisit it on a quarterly basis. And what we do in the month of December is we really sit down and either validate or if, if necessary, set new three- to five-year financial targets of where we want to be as a business. And those are always quantifiable. Those targets then help us drive um, and and really determine what our five or six key thrusts are. We call them thrusts, but they're really major initiatives that we want to undertake as a business over the next three to five years that will help us reach those financial targets. Mm -hmm. Then based off of those five or six key thrusts, we build an annual plan that really has goals and initiatives that we wanna accomplish over the next 12 months to help us achieve those longer term targets. And then what we do based off of those annual targets is build quarterly initiatives that we want to accomplish that will help us bite off little components of those larger annual commitments that we've made. And typically marketing, well, typically many of those thrusts are growth thrusts. Um, And as a result of that, marketing plays a very key role in helping the company achieve those goals and initiatives along with our, our colleagues in sales. And most importantly, the sales goal is obviously a major role that we play a major role in helping us accomplish that. And then what we do as a marketing organization is use those corporate initiatives to build our marketing plan around, just as we do at the corporate level, on a quarterly basis. We have a set number of marketing KPIs that we want to work towards throughout the year to help us meet our growth initiatives. And then we use all of this to drive our strategic marketing communications plan and break it up into quarterly what I call rocks and or nuggets that we can accomplish to help us achieve those long-term goals. And for us, you know, it's not just a a key component of our marketing planning, but really across the entire company, every single independent team plays a very large role in helping to accomplish that corporate goal. It's 1% alignment, 99, excuse me, 1% vision in our company and 99% alignment.
0: Well, uh, certainly that, that background and understanding of the overall strategic plan, and you being so closely involved, has to really help inform your ability to create an effective marketing plan. That's, uh, I, I think that shift is certainly a positive for all of us. Um, you know, Sherry, we, I haven't heard, heard a whole lot from you, but uh, you know, where does Pipitone Group come into that strategic planning process? You know, talk a little bit about uh, where you begin, and and your, how do you collaborate?
4: Um, it, it really depends on the client. There are a lot of times where um, we come in at the very beginning of the strategic planning. Um, with Mission Critical, we were, you know, lucky enough to be a part of um, some internal initiatives that they had that we could understand their businesses and their their business goals and really help um, Morgan and, and Mission Critical kind of craft the strategic message. But at the same and strategic plan. But at the same time, um, a lot of times you know, some clients will come in a little bit later, they'll, they'll have identified their strategic plan, they'll have identified their marketing goals. And then we kind of help uh, be that sounding board for them and, um, and verify and validate what those are and, and really work with them to, to adjust if, if, you know, as they see fit, and it's a little bit more consultive, where sometimes we, you know, we come in a lot more at the beginning.
3: Yeah, And I I think building off what Sherry said, I think uh, the uh, uh, Morgan's uh, Pipitone team here, uh, we spent uh, two and a half days in in State College last December is what Sherry was referring to. And uh, it's really great to have that sort of relationship where we got to sit in. Those meetings, we got to hear the mission and the vision from the president of the company. We got to he- got to hear all the individual group leaders talk about their objectives, talk about their goals. We got to get that firsthand knowledge. And so when we came back and we got to sit down with Morgan and the team, we could be a lot more effective. We were up to speed. We could speak their language. And we could participate at a much higher level thanks to that understanding that they allowed us to get.
0: Yeah. well, that's great. So Morgan, I mean, based on all that, you know, could you speak a little to that, to the value of having a strategic relationship with an agency and how that really helps support you?
2: Absolutely, it's it's so helpful to have um, an agency really understand what the business is trying to accomplish as a whole very early on in the process. And I think another really great. Um, Something that's very advantageous about the agency MCP relationship that we have is that number one, there is absolutely no way that we could accomplish everything on our annual plan on our own. So really having that added set of eyes, that added expertise and all of the resources and experience that an agency brings to the table that our current you know, our current employees maybe do not have as much experience and is extremely helpful in helping us accomplish those goals. Mm-hmm. Additionally, just the focus that an agency helps bring to the table throughout the year, it's very easy to adjust, it's very easy to get distracted. And the agency really helps bring that focus of this is what we were trying to accomplish for the year. This is where we should focus our resources. And it helps us have those discussions of where is the best place to invest and where is the best place to focus based on what we are trying to accomplish. Yeah,
0: no, fantastic. Yeah. Well, Sherry, you know, your perspective could be a little unique too. I mean, you, besides the admission critical partners, you know, you have a variety of different clients in, in different industries. Uh, you know, how, how does that vary in terms of that process and the strategic planning and, and creating these uh, personal, more personalized approaches for different companies?
4: Um, right. So I, I do have varying degrees of, of um, clients, industries, budgets. So I think that the overall approach is the same from the front end. Like, no matter what size or what the client is, we always want to understand their business. We want to understand their um, goals, their marketing goals, and then... Um, become that that partner at the beginning so where it adjusts and where they approach changes is a little bit in the nuance of of understanding all the variables so you know i like to think of three different things you know there's the the client variable there are their customers and then there's just the competitive landscape in general so when you look at the client you're looking at their resource how much budget do they have how much help do they need where do they need the help what are their internal um, resources what are um, in addition to their overall business goals do they have any specific key initiatives product service launches things like that that we also have to take into consideration so there's a lot of um, client resources and and client nuance um, also you know you look at their their customer base and sometimes you're you're talking to the end user sometimes you're talking to a distributor or somebody in the channel who sells to the end user so you have to start to understand, who their target audiences are, um, and what those target audiences, what their, what their pain points are, what their day is like, so that you know how to talk to them and and when to talk to them and, um, in what media mix to use to talk to them. And then, you know, the, the really last thing that, that affects the nuance of everything is just the competitive landscape in general, because we can say anything we want about, you know, our client and we can, Uh, But but you have to look at what their competitors are doing what their competitors are saying because you want to be differentiated enough to stand out you don't want to always be me too you want to look at and understand what they're doing so you know the, the pitfalls and you know the advantages and and you just have a good overall impression so I think that. Once you take into consideration all of those things, it's kind of like a fun little puzzle that you then put together and we help put together to achieve the overall strategic marketing communications plan. And that's where all the nuance variable comes in hmm. and the approach changes a little bit.
3: Yeah. You, you know, and I think, Jeff, not only for the clients at works on, I think with planning in general, you know, there's just a couple real caveats, you know, we're all marketers and what we want to do is we want to get a seat at the table with the C-level and understand right. the business goals. We want to commit to doing a marketing plan. We want to... Uh, we want to go through the process on an ongoing basis, and again, the most important part is we have to be flexible. In today's world, no matter what we put on paper, no matter how involved we are, we have to be ready to change, and we have the ability to do that today.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, it's amazing. I, and you know, the opportunities are the just the, uh, keeps your job interesting. Having to it's get to know so many different types of businesses and and. Uh, you know, it's, it's clear that we're gonna, as an agency, do a better job, the more we know and the more we can actually learn about their business. So, uh, well, this has been really interesting and, uh, you know, an, uh, an intriguing conversation. I uh, really appreciate the time. And Morgan, I, I can't thank you enough for, for really joining us here today. And uh, Sherry and Arnie for really really, your thoughts and, and thinking. And, you know, that'll bring this, this version of Integrate Thinking to an end. And I thank you all for listening.
1: This wraps up today's episode of Integrate Thinking recorded in Pipitone Group Studios high atop Pittsburgh's observatory hill. Pipitone Group is an integrated marketing agency with over 25 years of experience. We offer a unique culture of collaborative thinking using a creative and holistic approach to marketing that influences behaviors and impacts business. Our clients include a variety of B2B and B2C businesses, including Presbyterian Senior Care Network, Vitro Architectural Glass, Sloan, people's natural gas, and VBA. Let's help you optimize your marketing communication strategies to alter behaviors and impact business. If you like our show and want to learn more, please subscribe at Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or Spotify. You can also listen by visiting our podcast page at PipitoneGroup.com. Hope you have an integrate day.